0: Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Steadier Source Roundtable podcast. How you all doing?
1: My mal- just... wardrobe malfunction has been <laughs> rectified.
2: <laughs> Outstanding. Dan, you have to stop doing that sort of stuff. What's that? <laughs> Talking about Tommy's wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> oh no
0: sorry we, it took a little bit of time for us to go live there because for some reason it told me we weren't live but then it was like no you are live so why is it every time you try to stream something there's always problems tommy you should know better than anybody i was gonna say it's because i'm here
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'll, I'll so, take the hit
0: on that one so uh <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah um episode 13 hopefully not an unlucky one for us. Um, we've got lots to talk about as usual, so um, I just kind of want to go around everybody and just say how you're doing and what have you been playing like we usually do and then we'll get into the meat of it. So uh, yeah, Duncan, what about you, Matt?
2: How you been? I have been outstanding as normal. Uh, are we doing what we've been playing here? Yeah, go for it. I've been playing uh Zombie Army Four, uh, which is actually really outstanding fun. I think um, most people who have played it are great with that. Um, me, Ash, yourself, and um, Kelly have been live streaming that uh, during the week. We're we didn't do one tonight because we've got the podcast. We're going to continue that again tomorrow. Uh, I've also been playing I've Actually, playing playing the third, but the stadium this week. I've been doing Assassin's Creed. What was the other game? I can't even remember. Packed. Get packed. That's the game. It's so 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 memorable. But yes, I've been playing a lot of that as well. And um, we've got our review up for that as well. So I've been I've been fine. Now, Dan, what about yourself? Uh, Zombie
0: army with you as well. Um, I only jumped in for one live stream, but I need to jump into more really because I've been slacking. But from what I played that one session, I really enjoyed it. Um, also, uh, been playing some Monopoly as well with the family. Um, we we also had a live stream obviously with, with most of the people in here now and Raf Gaming as well um, I don't think we talked about that before the last podcast but that was incredibly fun as well we had a proper laugh with uh, Raf as well and I won <laughs> um, Cheat <laughs> uh, Other than that I really haven't been playing much I don't think, yeah I think that's it What about you Tommy?
1: i've ramped up my uh, my nba again because for the first time since i owned the game back in november every time i go into the neighborhood there are now like at least 10 players in the game so <laughs> it's finally got a player base um i actually got invited to a discord which it's a more of a 2k20 general um discord than a stadia specific one but there's about 90 odd players that have Purely playing it on Stadia within that community, so clearly we are starting to see numbers grow now, which is really good news for the platform. Um, other than that, been playing um, Zombie Army 4 and Get Packed.
0: Well, what oh, about yeah. you huh. that that's the thing as well. We're sorry to interrupt, Dash, but we played Get Packed uh, the other day as well with the developers, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we did. The publishers, the publishers. Yeah, sorry. Huh. So, yeah, I've been playing that as well. Go ahead Ash.
3: So yeah, for me, a little bit of Monopoly, Um, tried the crew once just to see if the uh, live battles were actually running yet and getting people in, which they weren't still. Um, And then the rest of the time it's been Zombie Army, which again, like I mentioned this last week, that um, is one of those games I thought I wouldn't enjoy at all, and it's actually quite good.
2: Adam, what about yourself? Sorry, that was me. I was trying to do stuff there.
4: (laughs) Um, I've been playing Wolfenstein Youngblood for the review that I put up this week. Um, It has to be done, so I guess I stepped up to do it. Took one for the team. Um, (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Stand up, Duncan. (laughs) I've also been playing some Zombie Army 4. I've not been playing it with anyone, just my partner. Um, though I should jump on the stream at some point. Uh, it'd be brilliant if that game had Stream Connect. Because then you'd know if you're about to shoot the same zombie. That's a problem me and my partner have had quite often. Even Would you even playing.
0: have time to coordinate that?
4: Well, i, I just either. shoot anything that moves, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, I play a little bit more tactfully than that.
0: Fair okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tommy, have you been uh, playing Just Dance as well?
1: Yeah, we played a little bit of Just Dance. I uh, put my review out earlier on of the game.
0: Um, when I'm are we going to get that that uh, live stream if you dance into it? By the way,
1: um, I'm I'm actually just putting it on hold until I hit 300 subs, so that Duncan has to join
2: in. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah why are you I picking guess. on me it's
1: not very often that i actually get a chance to put something on you and it's all thanks to your fair lady
2: that's definitely on a fair day are you all right <laughs> you, you hear the language trick from her team kelly don't I mean. <laughs> no team kelly that's so unfair so, speaking of Zombie Army, I think we should talk about the pro games and the deals which have been announced. So, our pro deals for May, I think we sort of, this was over with our podcast last oh my week. Uh, Kelly is currently 10 Zombie Army, so you may hear some things in the background. It's industrial their, language. Industri- hashtag industrial language. Uh, PUBG, SteamWorld Heist, uh, the Turing Test, and Zombie Army for Dead War. So Dan, what's, what? have you been? Uh, what's your thoughts on these games since we're now? Out now, I can say
0: we've been playing Zombie Army, so that's that's uh, a pretty good game. If you haven't picked that up and played it already, what are you doing? Because like it's free for a start, um, and it is a ton of fun as well. Especially if you like uh, like the zombies from uh, Call of Duty it's very similar to that as well from what i've gathered. Um, i haven't had chance to play the touring test yet and i've only played a tiny bit of Steamworld heist. Um Steamworld obviously has been out for a while so it's it's not a new game so to speak. The touring test is a lot like Portal so if you're a fan of Portal um like the puzzle type games then definitely pick that up. You probably know about this already we've spoke about this in the past so um as for the pro deals as well um obviously i'll let others come to to their thoughts as well but we've actually got some uh, pro deals for well some deals for pro members and then some deals for non-pro members as well um i know we've had one in the past but it's nice to kind of see them stepping up and giving other people that aren't pro some deals so that's always good Um, and i think there's absolutely tons at the moment i'm just looking through the list now there's absolutely tons on sale at the moment so there's definitely something for everybody there got to be
2: yeah uh what about you tommy have you any deals tickled your fancy um what about the Um, games so I've, i've at the moment i'm in a place
1: where i'm i'm not buying any more games purely because i have so many to play now but i haven't played yet that i just feel like although some of the deals are really good i just feel like they're not they're not to that level where they're stupid not to take them up at that point, if that makes sense. Other than maybe Assassin's Creed. But I don't know how many more times that game is going to go on sale before it goes free. I, I feel like that that's going to be a pro game at some point And I'm probably happy to wait until that happens. I mean, I've played part of it before anyway on the previous consoles. So... I understand what the game's about. Um, Obviously, Doom I already own, um, and pretty much all of the games on the pro list I think I own, actually. So none of those. But Turin Test, I'm really looking forward to playing that, but I want to sit down and play that in a couple of days and not be in between other games. I think it's only about seven hours or so from start to finish on average, so it's not a huge game, but I do want to get to play that fairly soon uh but yeah that's kind of my take on it at the moment obviously zombie army 4 is great fun we've all been playing that um some good games
2: um Adam what's your what's your take
4: um I think this is the first time that Monster Energy Supercross I may have got those words the wrong way around and um lost words have been on a pro deal if I'm not mistaken um okay. so that's good for people who wanted those when they were first released but didn't want to pay full price um, otherwise, there's it, it, nothing really there for me. Um, being a founder, like the rest of you guys, we've seen a lot of these pro deals, and most of us have taken advantage of games we wanted the first time they popped up as a as a deal. Um, however, I think we've got a pretty pretty strong um, a pretty strong lineup of pro games this month. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but I I said that PUBG. Well, I didn't say I predicted PUBG. Could be free with Pro, and um, I think that's a really big deal because this is the first time that PUBG has been given away for for free, not for free free, but you know what I mean, um, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, whilst I still have yet to try it, um, I can appreciate how important that is. Though so I have been enjoying Zombie Army 4 being free. Oh, uh, well, about you, young Ashley?
3: Whoa, hasn't. Um yeah Peasant. for me You're the
2: only one that can't
1: afford a webcam. Uh,
3: <laughs> shut up, I'm a lord. You're all peasants to me. I have the title. Um No for me the games have been quite good. I've played Steamworld Heist quite a few times in the past and I do quite enjoy it. Um Player Unknown, for me I'll happily play it. I've got nothing against it. But the first time I did join it, I did decide to kill every
2: member of my team. Why? Because <laughs> it was fun. And then just do it alone. Duncan. I uh, 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 and I get called the troll. I, I, everybody here, I'm the troll. And he goes around <laughs> killing his own team. So Duncan, do yeah. you want to uh, discuss the uh, Sansa Stadia? Yeah, this is a good uh, place to plug this. Uh, the signs of Stadia are hosting a PUBG event which is happening at the end of May. Uh, it's the 30th of May. Everybody will be having teams. Uh, I think our, the guys here will be entering a team. I'm not sure of the makeup because there's only four people per team. So we just have to work out how things are going, but I think me and Kelly are doing it separate because we don't want to monopolize and don't, don't want to bring down the standards too much because we're awesome at the game. Uh, so it is worth, worth checking them out. So subscribe to uh, Science of Stadia. Don't subscribe to Stadia Arcadia. And <laughs> follow. <laughs> See, I put them in well. You've got two to do now, Duncan. <laughs> And uh, also, do not subscribe to Tommy Danger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, follow a scientist stadia on Twitter as well, and they will keep you updated. Uh, we're I think we're going to be putting an article out shortly about this as well over the next couple of days when everything gets more uh, farmed up. Yeah,
1: I took the <laughs> and... liberty to, uh, <laughs> to add Dan and Ash to the uh, Stadia Source team as well. So we still need
0: one, though. Adam. <laughs> I wouldn't point
3: what you can't
0: see. I I probably gonna get killed the first. I, I mean I've I've not actually played the game properly yet. I've I've kinda jumped into to see like what the, the latency and stuff were like, how it played, but I've not actually played it properly yet, so I'm just gonna get murked the second I walk in. <laughs> so
3: we've got the super safety stadium pan, so we'll deflect all the bullets.
2: Only if you find it okay i think we'll move on to our next subject. before and this is about the two new games uh, which are coming uh this month that is something new which studio haven't done in a long time i've actually gave a sort of date uh so we know it's coming right. this month in may so so that's either next three tuesdays you would think so well start with we'll start with our master because he's a lord so off you go ash
3: thank you peasant um <laughs> no to me both these games do actually look pretty good um i definitely do want to try them it's like the artwork the battles just everything about the game to me it does look pretty good so as soon as I can, we I will begin
2: these are on switch already aren't they yep they're on another platforms uh adam what's your take on them?
4: uh they're not my cup of tea however it's not to say that i reckon one of them will be a pro game i don't know which one but one of them will be pro and then that will encourage people to buy the other one and i've found quite a few games that i wouldn't have bought to be quite enjoyable um steam world west the card one i think it's quest um that's been quite enjoyable and i would never have thought of buying that so it Could be that they are games that um, speak to me, but they're not games that I'm looking to purchase.
2: Okay, do you not subscribe, what, what's what's your take?
1: (laughs) So I'd not heard of either of these games before. Um, I did watch the trailers on them and then realized that they're both made by the same people as well, which is interesting. So we're getting almost like a catalog from a single developer. I don't know if they've done any more games. I've not done that much research watching, is it Jotun? Jotun Valhalla Edition. says at the bottom of the screen. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, is that how it's said? Or is it more like Jotun, because it's kind of Nordic, isn't it? So either way, that game, the idea of the game, the Norse mythology does appeal to me, but the art style of the game and how it looks like it plays doesn't. So I don't know if I'll play that one. Um, sundered though does look a little bit more up my alley a bit more metroidvania kind of game and actually when i what wo- when i seen the trailer it kind of reminded me a lot of dead cell uh the art style and that so that game i played and i enjoyed so that one out of the two is the one that i would
0: lean towards
2: Okay, uh, Dan,
0: what about yourself? So are these... Uh, I've been quite busy since these got announced, but are these more like separate games, or are they... do they tie into one another in any sort of way?
2: I believe... I'll, I'll stick my neck out here. I believe that there's two separate sort of games. There we go. Neck's out there so everybody can make fun of me. <laughs> but they're done by the same developer. Yeah, and were they, they released they at the same play. time, or I'm not um, too sure. I haven't really dug into it, because I've only been released tonight. Sorry, Tommy.
1: Uh, I was just going to say, I don't think so. I, uh, I know Jotun was the first of the two. I'm sticking with the fact it's called Jotun now, not Jotun. Um, and the only reason I actually know that is when you watch the trailer to Sundered, it says, from the creators of Jotun. So I would hazard a guess that they didn't come out at the same time, and that Sundered is the newer of the two titles.
2: Okay, uh, I for me it all depends on the price of the games. If they're coming at twenty quid, no. If they're coming out between, even on a pro deal between ten and twenty, this would be, it would sort of tempt me possibly. to get that? And uh, the next one is these are all sort of related to the Xbox live stream, which we're going to come to later. But we also got the chorus has been announced for Stadia. So, Dan, we'll start with you this time. Actually, we'll start with Adam because he's the (laughs) sticky student. I would just want to put him off.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What are
2: we talking about? I know what we're talking about.
4: I'm trying to put the link out. No, no, I I was only trolling there. Off
2: you go, Dan. What do you you think about chorus here? (laughs) That was worth it just for the fright in Adam's face there.
0: No, I, th- I think it looks like a game I'd definitely be willing to check out. Again, it's it's more the right... If it's the right price, then perhaps I will. If not, I might have to wait until it's in a sale. Um, it's been out since 2015. So quite an old
2: game, then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both of them, really. <clears throat> so, uh, what do you tell me? What do you think, of course? So,
1: the... Like the trailer when it starts and the like the um, the thumbnail and everything, I was like, right, this looks quite good. What's this about? And then I started watching it, and it's a rail shooter. I was just like, mm, this is not my kind of game at all. I mean, I've never seen a non rails shooter look that good. Like graphically, it looks really good, and the cutscenes look really good. But that kind of gameplay for me is just too antiquated now. It's like. Things have moved on so far that there are very few mechanics that you can incorporate into a game like that, and I I I applaud the fact that they can make a game look that good, but I don't think that it's going to do. Well, I can't say I don't think it could do that well. It just doesn't appeal to me. I'm sure it must appeal to other people. I did notice in the comments um, by Regal he said that it's like Star Fox and. Essentially it's the best looking version of Star Fox you're ever gonna see. So
2: yeah. <laughs> okay, Adam, now it's your turn. <laughs>
4: um well it's not something I'm particularly interested in once again. Um so, I mean I despite you say it came out in two thousand and fifteen. Oh no,
1: that that was um Jotun.
4: Oh I was going to say cuz I was trying to look <clears> at <throat> the actual gameplay footage rather than just the trailer and I couldn't find anything. It's this is coming soon.
0: I'm this guessing. is a, I think this is a new game that's been announced cuz it was announced originally for Xbox and then we saw a, a trailer pop up on the Stadia YouTube for it so that's
4: oh, okay. that, that's Finally. the only reason we
0: knew it was coming and for some reason Stadia haven't actually announced this in their daily you know what I mean their, their community blog or, yeah, or the next game that we're gonna be talking about as well, so Wouldn't Which it be we... funny
1: if it was actually a mistake yeah. and they just accidentally like embedded and copied it from the <laughs> Xbox talk. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, uh Mr. Moore Damn you. I
3: paid for that title. Let me guess, um... you've not watched
0: the trailer, it's not your type of game, but you'll give it a try. If for the right price. <laughs>
3: You're a third of the way there. I have seen the trailer. Ooh! Doesn't look like look like my type of game. I will not be buying it. And I've got what the other thing as you said.
1: You'll give it a try anyway.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, to me it's genuinely just not the type of game that I would play. Again, it's one of those where even if it was free, I don't think I would even claim it unfortunately.
0: You best hope it's free. Oh, I'm good, Mister. I buy an Xbox and then sell it a week later for half the price because I'm skint because I bought an Xbox.
3: I bought it for one game. <laughs> I played the game. I no longer needed it.
4: Didn't you borrow Dan's? <clears throat>
0: the
2: no, I... I don't like him that much. <laughs> well,
3: we'll see.
2: Uh, for me, uh, uh, for. It will be a Game Pass game unless it's a pro game on Stadia. There's my harsh and quick thing on it. Uh, the next game we're going to talk about here is Dark Five. I would, if you don't mind leaving some of the other the other details, because we're going to come to that. Is this just your reaction to the Dark Five trailer, um, because it's coming to Stadia? Uh, start with you, uh, peasant boy, Mister Moore
3: you wait um, yeah for me I've never played any of the dirt games Um going by the trip I'm sorry Tommy
4: going
3: <laughs> by the trip it does actually look quite good though so I would potentially give it a go it looks a lot better than uh, Grid did so like, that's a bonus um, but, Yeah, that that's,
0: biting my tongue <laughs> yep. so much there's a joke there's a joke in there
2: Okay, so we'll go to Dan next, and see what he's got to do.
0: I'm not, not going to say it. It's Too late
2: now. Yeah, too late. You can't. You can't be a tease. You have to. You have to spit it out.
0: <clears throat> uh, moving swiftly on. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. day at five. My phone's just decided to uh, vibrate all over the place and die. I hope, I um, hope that was
2: your phone. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was. <laughs> um, yeah. It looks as good as, as a driving game can be. I think The Crew 2 will probably be my driving game of choice, even after Dirt 5 comes out. But, um, yeah, I haven't really got too much to say about the game itself. I know we're coming on to another topic in a minute regarding like when it will be coming out on Stadia, so I'll kind of save my uh, my thoughts for that part.
2: Uh,
4: Adam? Uh, I'm a big fan of Dirt. I'm a big fan of rally games, actually. I was uh, I used to play all the Colin McRae's on my PS2. Um, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, the Dirt rally series, they are the simulation series. And then you've got Dirt, which is the arcade um, rally game. It might be the other way around. I prefer the one that's simulation, even though I'm absolutely terrible at it.
1: Okay,
2: Mr. Danger.
1: So Adam's kind of right with that, except they never explicitly did a difference between the arcade and the um, the sim sort of style. They just flitted between them, and Dirt Three was a perfect example of showing that that doesn't work because historically the Dirt games were very kind of accurate to rally driving. They weren't about all this fun Jim Carner, not Jim because that is a real thing, but like the Ken Block-style Gymkhana stuff that was pure show-off and street racing cars and stuff like that. The Dirt 3, I think, was a really poor title in the legacy of the Dirt series, especially if you go back and look at the Colin McRae kind of games and then look at what Dirt Dirt 2 did and then going into 3. it was really bizarre. 4 was pretty solid and 5 looks like it's going to be really good. I'm really looking forward to that game. I think that'll be a really good game for Stadia as well.
2: Okay, we're going to move on to, like, a talking point now. Uh, for those who don't realize, Dirt is still coming to Stadia, uh, but it is coming later. So, is Stadia a second-class citizen? And how long can Stadia use a new platform card? So, it's basically saying, uh, not that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 that it's a new platform, so games are still going to be developed for it, because by the time this comes out, it's going to be about two years since uh, Stadia has been announced. So, uh, Dan, do you want us to tackle this first?
0: So, yeah, um, there's two things I want to bring up. Obviously, one is uh, Reg's comment here about Dirt coming later due to specific features being implemented. So, obviously... A game like this, in my opinion, is going to have stream connect. I mean, if you look at like The Crew 2 and what they did with it, I think that's probably going to be in the game. I don't think it's the reason why it's going to be delayed, though, because I can imagine that's not really a difficult thing to drop into a game since it's technically just a video feed. Um, And it wouldn't take... I mean, the game's coming out on most platforms in October. And... It's coming out on stadia early twenty twenty one so you're talking a few months. I don't think it's going to take that long to implement that feature um The second thing I want to bring up as well is it's actually a comment that I saw on Twitter, and I don't have it to hand at the moment, but I can kind of paraphrase what it says and uh I think it's got something to do with the fact that obviously stadia is relatively quite new to the you know what i mean to the uh um gaming universe so it kind of is a second class citizen in some way because it's still trying to build those you know what i mean build that reputation and build the connections and stuff um that's not to say it will always be a second class citizen but obviously people are going to go with with what they uh would they trust and what they know and obviously Xbox and PlayStation you know what i mean people like codemasters have developed games for them for for like 10 plus years so they know what they're doing whereas I know Codemasters have got two games already out on Stadia, um, but they're still relatively quite new to the platform. So, And you don't know how long those two games were in development before they came to Stadia beforehand.
2: Yeah, uh, we'll go with Tommy now. What's your take? So, I,
1: I kind of think that this is probably more along the lines of Stadia is just literally the last platform that this game was going to get released on. So therefore, the specific sort of development requirements, if you like, are probably not that different, but they need to work on a different architecture. So I think really the thing is that they are focusing on finishing it for the primary platforms, which it was always going to release on. Once that development is finished and they're kind of fine-tuning... I think they will then start on the port to stadia so that's why i think like we probably are only looking at what a quarter maybe before we get it on stadia so it's probably relatively fair to assume that if the game is in a playable state come september um then maybe sort of february-ish time there'll be a full port made of the game onto stadia tested before it gets there Job's good. Code Code Masters don't really release broken games very often. Um there's a Formula One title that springs to mind, but it was also fixed relatively quickly. So I feel like they're they're a fairly solid developer and I'm really glad
4: that they work in the stadia
2: Okay, what about you, Adam? What's your what's your feelings?
4: Um, no. I don't think I don't think second class citizens the right turn of phrase really. Um, what would you say? Well, I don't know if I'd really give it a name. Things are coming later because they're just coming later. Um, I, that's a really non-answer. Let me, let me qualify <laughs> that. Um, so I think that this is something that's going to carry on for a little while because a lot of the big publishers, I think they wanted to see how well Stadia, um, how, well, Stadia was received at release. So, quite a few of them probably said, "No, we're not going to bother. We might give them one, or we might give them two games, um, and we'll see how well it works. And then, if it if it has good reception, then, you know, we'll get on board with this." Um, another thing is, I, none of us actually know how long it takes to port these games onto Stadia because they take several years to develop.
2: Okay, can I just interject here, just to get just to break this up here, just to be the devil's advocate. Formula One 2020, or, or the 2021, that's made by Codemasters. It's coming day and date to Stadia. OK. Same developer, or same publishing house. I'm, 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 I'm just I'm throwing just this out here just to...
4: Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm just trying to think of what my response is. In that case, I think I'd be more interested to hear what Codemasters' excuse is, rather than the general publishers and developers just specifically Codemaster. Um, I'd be interested to know why, why they are taking so long to get this one out. Oh, what about you, Yash?
3: Um, see, for me with the Saturn class C- citizen, I'm a bit half and half, um, because obviously a lot of the developers would want to, turn to the um, main bigger consoles first, because obviously you've got a long relationship with them. They to put it bluntly, they essentially trust those more than Google with its kind of thing, because Google are still
2: relatively new. Um, how, how long do you think they will be able to say this, Stadia is a new platform? Because if you think about it, Stadia was announced uh, when this when this is going to come out, which is early 2021, uh, it's going to be two years since Stadia was announced. So we're talking, we're, we're, um, we're, we're starting to talk sort of longer longer term and longer picture sort of thing. So yeah, how... I think
3: The latest they could get away with that is a year in total from the release date of Stadia. Um, but again, it goes back to as well, we don't know what the contracts have been for this game for when it releases. Um, we're not, we obviously don't know what they're adding to it. All the features are gonna be that they're trying to add onto it, which could then potentially take all the time. Um, and
2: I've got what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah,
0: Adam, no you wanted to make a point.
4: Um, yeah. So, um, I I just wanted to focus specifically on Duncan, where you said, um, "How long can they?" I'm assuming you mean Stadia. Um, continue to use this excuse that it's new, or
2: uh, sorry, that the community can use that excuse. Uh, that yeah, I was uh, going to yeah. say
4: it's just the community. But uh, yeah, I suppose I've not really got my point.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, basically I, I see a lot of people out like, there in the community saying that is only new, you have to give them time, you have to give them a load of time to get the games coming. But we're... we're when I said I, that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you, you did say that, but it's not It's not. It's not getting the G. it's like, it's just a lot <laughs> of Stadia when Dark comes here, people, you have to look at like the longer thing. It's going to be like two years or it's going to be announced two years. And if we're only going to say it doesn't count until two years until Studio has been out in the public, how, how much longer are you going to give it? So it's going to be, I for me, the, the excuse for it's only a new platform is every day it's getting less and less a good excuse of why the games aren't on the platform. So it'll obviously the
0: comment, in... right. what, sorry? If it comes early
1: twenty twenty one, it'll that it will only be a year old at that point.
2: But announced for two years. Yeah, but you can't, yeah, that, that's yeah the but that's Xbox I, came out. Yeah. Yeah, but they would have had the two years this to get start building their things for that. That's that's the point.
1: Yeah, I guess where you come from from that. Personally, I think actually you'll probably see a difference between Dirt and F1. F1 is now of that genre where they release the game every year. They don't have a huge amount of updates to do within there. It's going to be roster changes, graphics, things like that. But the mechanics of the game are going to stay effectively the same. Dirt tends to change more dramatically through the series because they're not releasing it on a yearly cycle. I think that's probably a, another another thing to consider. I did notice F one is just a yearly, po- yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's a much easier game to develop and import than something that's built from the ground up.
2: Yeah, see, this is what we're this is probably the, the panel is sort of, this to get people talking. Just this nice week talking point. Does anybody else want anything else to add into this?
0: Yeah. So. I think the thing the thing about being able to use this card that is still new, and obviously games for Stadia take a while to, to master, it's it's going to be a problem that gets less and less as we go further down the line because people are going to get used to how to integrate these Stadia-specific features into the games a lot quicker. People are going to get used to developing for Stadia a lot quicker. So um, Obviously, I'm no developer of a Stadia game, so I don't know how different it is to develop for Stadio as opposed to Xbox and PlayStation. Um, but we we seem to see some games taking longer than others, and it's like, if it was really that massive of a interchange between them, then why wouldn't we see that across all of the games? We'd always get Stadio games later.
2: Yeah. So, uh... Oh... There we go. This is what I was wanting. This is exactly what I was wanting. Again, a love the wee discussion going here. So, we've got, yep, there is that. You might not be allowed to develop for it. And um, uh, Chase has also said next year is when it changes. Oh, Tommy, give a shout out to your heart there. Um, COVID haircut. Yeah. <laughs> See this is the thing I'm just trying to get it everything going here just that's just the thing get... is, uh,
0: sometimes obviously, this podcast it, it can feel like we're we're just a bunch of guys talking about the stadium news but yeah you know I mean we, we want to get the conversation going as well with with guys in the chat so if you've if you've ever got a point just just throw it in the chat and we'll, if we see it we'll discuss it and uh, we just want to get the conversation flowing so yeah and that's what the next part is about
2: Exactly, the Xbox live stream. If I have, if I unmuted myself, because I'm awesome like that. But you're a Stadia podcast. Welcome to Xbox Source. Uh, so uh, I did the live stream of the Xbox conference today. I'll leave my points to the last, but I'm going to be quite critical uh, of the Uh Ash, what did you think of it?
3: Um, to me, like we spoke about this earlier, for me, it was a, a bit of a half and half kind of thing. Well, some of the games did look good and amazing with um, Valhalla. There were a lot of the games which I wasn't 100% sure about. Um, it's like one, if it was potentially to come to stage go on, I think it was called. If that came, I would want to try it. I've looked into it because of the art style of the game, the what it looks like the architecture in the building or wherever you are. It looks a lot like the scenes from the Alien movies. So that would be something I'd love to delve into. Um, but yeah, for me it
2: was a bit of a half and half kind of thing. Okay, my mouse is just having to act up, so don't grab Apple stuff. Uh, so <laughs> who, 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 looks like who, who looks like they're half asleep? Oh, Tommy will go with you. You always look like you are half asleep.
1: Could have known that was coming. Um, so I turned it off about Forty minutes into it, I was just like, I just don't care at all. And the the funniest thing was seeing more dislikes on the live stream than likes. I think that speaks volumes. I think I there's
0: I think there's a ten thousand like disc a uh, thing between the two at the moment. Yeah. yeah, I think there's like thirty three. Last time I checked, it was like thirty three thousand likes and thir- twenty three thousand dislikes. So
1: yeah, so I, I know Rock also posted uh, about it being 33,000 likes and 36,000 dislikes. That's going to get bigger. That's practically throughout that hour live stream. Most people aren't necessarily going to pick that up until tonight or something like that if they've had things to do. Um, I The Xbox One is private now. Wow, that's interesting.
0: They I think they re-uploaded a different video as well, um, a different stream, and pe- if you look in the comments, people are accusing Xbox of actually deleting like uh, dislikes, which I don't know how they would do. But
2: there we go. It's uh, eleven thousand likes, fourteen thousand. Uh, it's not dislikes.
0: that video. That's only yeah. twenty-seven minutes long. There's another one yeah. which is like an hour long, and it's.
2: Yeah. This is the re-uploaded one,
0: which was put up four hours ago. Okay, so hey, well, an
1: interesting point.
0: I've they, seen they, one they more recently people. than that.
3: Yeah, I'm looking at the original live one now. One hour, 17 minutes. Has 39,000 likes, 32,000 dislikes.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, the, the, the point there, though, is that this is by no means a good show for them. In whatever it's the second one. It. it doesn't matter whose upload has done it if they're getting that level of people that are kind of walking away from this going like well i kind of wanted more nothing in there is willing me to invest i keep seeing people say 500 quid i, I genuinely don't think either of the consoles are going to come out sub 600 quid i think you're possibly going to be looking at like a, a 7 800 maybe and my reason for that is them they're, they're being quite clear that they are still developing games for the xbox one x certifications and the reason for that is this cons the the new xbox is not going to be a necessity it is going to be the pinnacle of what you can get with microsoft and consoles it's they're not making the
2: not cards getting announced next month or oh, for people who don't know that is the next gen xbox uh, next, ne- yeah, it's gonna be like the S. It's like the next gen Xbox, which doesn't do like four K. It's like the in betweeny sort of one. Uh, Adam, what's your take on the Xbox conference? Oh, I feel like the child
4: at school who hasn't done an homework. Okay, Adam, <laughs> uh,
2: what's your take on this?
4: <laughs> or do <Dan, laughs> do you, do you want opinion. to talk about it, Adam? Yeah, I have got an opinion. Um. I really don't care about what Xbox is doing. <laughs> and I don't care what PlayStation's doing. You know, there are some people who are always going to be PlayStation fans, some people who are always going to be Xbox fans. You can't change that. Um, and I'm sticking to Stadia. Um, new games coming to Stadia would be brilliant. Some of them will have been shown in that Xbox stream, such as the Assassin's Creed. We know we're never gonna get that. Um, but yeah, otherwise I, I don't it's not my doesn't interest me at all. Okay,
0: uh Dan? So, I, I'm with Tommy and that I turned it off after a certain point because I, I kind of realized that I wasn't actually paying attention to it. I was doing other things on a different monitor. So, And then I remember thinking back, actually, I don't remember a single thing from that entire stream. Um, <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, I, I've admitted it plenty of times on this channel. I used to absolutely love Xbox. I used to run an Xbox website. I used to be a massive advocate for Xbox. And... I don't want to see them fail. I, I still play my Xbox from time to time. So from Duncan asked me earlier in, in a private chat, are you excited for it? And I said, no. And he said, why? And I was because I've been burnt too many times in the past by, yeah, I've just started to lose interest in everything that, you know what I mean? Xbox usually put out. I mean, if you take E3, for example, it's usually, oh, there's a new gears of war. Oh, there's a new halo. Oh, there's a new Forza. It's like, you can almost predict everything that's going to um, be announced. And I just feel like everything that was announced today wasn't really that mem- memorable. And I know, you know I mean, we, we've had four games announced today for Stadia, and, and only one of them is is something that's kind of... I wouldn't say memorable, but, like, something that we're aware of. Obviously, Dirt's a stable franchise. But, um, I, I don't know, I just... I just didn't enjoy it to be fair. And I think one of the things that um, Eddie put in the chat as well, which I said, I'd kind of, uh... <laughs> My... uh,
2: can, can, uh, I think we're going to get another bingo card like, coming up in one of our next topics as well. I think that knows what that's going to be. But it would teach not going me to, to
0: make one for Chase, wouldn't it? But um, <laughs> yeah, one of the things that I want to also bring up, which also Eddie said as well, um, let me just go up the chat a little bit. Um, about it being actual gameplay. Um he's on about Assassin's Creed um Valhalla here, but also one of the things that um Xbox said at one at the beginning of their entire stream was that we're gonna be seeing what well, they said something about they read the internet and they're aware that people want to see gameplay. And then most of what I saw was not gameplay. It was just an engine. Yeah, it it was basically a cutscene but just done in the game's engine, which to me is not gameplay. Um, I mean, it's brilliant that obviously if you can have a cutscene that doesn't differ too much from the gameplay, so there's not too much of a massive transition, then that's brilliant. But gameplay, they need to redefine, well, they need to look up their definition of what gameplay is. Um, That's just my opinion on that one.
2: Yeah, for me, I've actually ended up with Kelly and for me, it was just... I hyped it up. This is going to be gameplay. Welcome to the future. Welcome to the next gen. There was nothing next gen about it. There was nothing to sell next gen. I put a wee tweet out earlier. Uh, there was a follow-up interview in Eurogamer. Um, the number one question was, that, or one of the questions which was asked was about patches, and they still haven't worked out how to get things worked out for patches. So it's it didn't uh, resonate with me at all. They completely buggered it up and butchered it. Does anybody else have anything to add into that?
1: Separate to the AC stuff, I missed the very beginning of the stream. Probably about five or six minutes, actually. Oh, you missed
2: the best part of the whole stream. Sorry for uh, (laughs) interrupting. I was about to bring that up next. The The fridge
0: fridge part. (laughs) The the fridge. (laughs)
2: That That was the best part of the whole thing. I did
1: see some comments, and obviously I missed it. Did they? Did at some point somebody have the Halo helmet? Yeah, they had the Hel- Halo helmet
0: on, and then, and then they took it anything off.
1: about Halo at all. And then yeah, that's people are upset.
0: But mm-hmm. did they, I think they mentioned Halo Infinite, but not any news July. about
2: it? It's coming in July. All the first party on. are it's coming in July.
1: Oh yeah, so of course. this is a third party only, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. first party games, so. and
2: and June's is going to be about the hardware. And July's first party, but uh, it's all fun.
1: <laughs> I <will> just say, <laughs> do you think is going to. Sorry,
3: That uh, um, I did notice on Twitter, I think it was just after the live event, that um, Xbox did try and have their own little digger at Stadia, which is that if you'll remember back to, I think they showed a bit in the Last Connect, but also the GDC stuff, where you had that giant wall covered in all the dev logos xbox then uploaded a video to twitter where it was like that which showed quite a lot of the same that we have and then it just zooms out to show like a lot more as soon as i saw that i was like that's just trying to try and get against us
2: yep uh, after you just said that jesse you're you're right there it was there was the, just them logos and then mm. boom they made it larger i wasn't even thinking about that so yes there's that but the thing is stereo does that the xbox PlayStation D against it. It's, we asked common... yeah. for Everybody does it. You have to expect it. No matter what console you uh, or gaming platform you like, they all will be trying to compete against each other. The only one who seems to sort of stay neutral is Nintendo.
1: It'll be interesting to see in... So they're, they're talking about the hardware in June. I wonder whether or not they'll release a price point around there. And if they do, it'll be interesting to see what the general consensus in the community is if they're anywhere near as ex- as, uh, as expensive as I think they'll be.
0: I think this is how Xbox is going to announce the price of the Xbox, the next one.
4: <coughs> Six hundred.
0: <coughs> Just because I think they're they're not going to want to say the actual price, like. Yeah, I, mean. I don't, actually you know
1: what i don't think they'll have a worry with saying it because i think they're going to market it strictly at this is you remember when we had the the 360 and then they eventually brought out the elite and this is not quite the same thing but they wanted you to pay more for the elite for practically nothing and they were fine with marketing it that way and then when the xbox one x came out and people were like oh hang on a minute why Why is this the same price that the xbox one x was when it came uh the xbox one was when it came out essentially but it's such a step further up i think they're going to just bang on about premium with this this new series x and then as uh duncan said before lockhart i think will be their more traditional here's an xbox that most people can afford maybe not instantly but that will be a more affordable price point and i think the other one's going to be like if you want to buy a gaming pc there are different levels of what you can buy. You can buy a lock or you can buy something that can run today's games in 4K at 60 frames per second. Then people don't worry about that with PC. And I think that's going to be the approach they go for.
2: Okay, we're just going to move on now. Thank you, Tommy, for that. Uh, We're going to move on to uh, wireless support is now available in Chrome. Uh, Adam, I would like to come to you first in this one, if that's all right. Uh, because you, you did the video and stuff with the mobile phone. So would you like to uh,
4: talk about this, please? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, well, um, where to start? So the wireless controller, is uh, it was announced for Chrome for PC. That's what they were touting it as. They were saying, everybody, look, you can now play it on PC. And when the announcement came out, um, can someone remind me which day that was?
2: Nope. <laughs> <Jumped
4: in. laughs> um, well, recently, uh, we'll go with that, um, so when the announcement came out, I quickly jumped on my PC to see if I could get it to work, and I, I couldn't get it for, I think it was till the next day, or until that night. As soon as I could get it, uh, I'm trying this on my phone, and as a result, we can now use the controller with our phone. The way it works is a lot like if you have a Chromecast Ultra, if you don't have one, you won't have um, seen this before, but uh, you click on the controller symbol, like you would do in the Stadia app, and it will give you um, a pairing code, which you would see on the Chromecast Ultra, Um, and then you input the pairing code and it will connect to the Chrome browser, whether that be on your phone or the desktop. Um, So yeah, it's it's a, step
2: in the right direction. Uh, does anybody else want to add into that? Because that was a pretty good explanation of what, what your feelings are
0: on it. I think we pretty much knew this was coming anyway. Um, and I think, like Adam says, a lot of people, rather than using this to play wirelessly on a laptop, a lot of people are using it to play wirelessly on mobile phones that aren't supported by the Stadia app at the moment. So, things um, as roundabouts, I think... Um, There's not really much we can say about it other than one of the things I was wondering about it actually is um, I might have to kind of not dwell on this too much in the podcast, but how it actually knows what like internet you're pairing to. I I don't know how to construct the question because I was thinking something along the lines of someone mentioned that the controller needs location settings or something turned on, not the controller, the Chrome, sorry.
2: Uh, the picture controller settings was in one of the API or AP. I can't even speak the APK. Yeah.
0: So I was wondering if that's something to do with, with the location and the controller. So, but.
1: So I've had quite a few problems today. Every time I've played Stadia today, it's been using the control wirelessly. And for some reason... Like, my, my Founders Edition is now purely being used with the Chromecast Ultra and not, I'm using two controls for different sources because whenever I continually try and switch between the two, the control will just not do anything. Like, it'll accept the code when you put the code in and it will vibrate to say, yep, that's been accepted. It won't, it won't allow me to input anything. It doesn't register anything. And then after a few seconds, it will flash white and turn off. Uh, I had to reset, like factory reset the control three times before that worked. And now it's working okay. But that's why I've had to split the controls. Because all of it was happening before when I was doing it, and I've done the update on both controls, so make sure it wasn't that. My Founder's Edition, every time I turned it on, even if I held it for the two seconds, it just turned the Chromecast on. I couldn't stop it from doing that. This is a weird interaction. But I'm still having odd hiccups with trying to connect the control. It doesn't always connect for some reason.
2: Okay. I think we'll move on to our next uh, subject here is a game in fight Thanks. Uh, Dan, you did a video on that because that means I don't have to talk and t- describe it. <laughs> <very bad. laughs> well, we,
0: we, we obviously we, we put out a how to video on, on how to do this as well. Um, and we also did a kind of a live reaction to it. Um, now before anybody kind of thinks well this has been out for a while we we've known that it's been there for a while but we didn't think that there was that many people that knew too much about it um for example you've been you've been able to send party chat link invites um for a while now so but this is massive and and people like it, we had uh, 664 in here as well and Chase and their minds were just like cuz now you could just open up a game lobby Tweet your link out, and then people can join um, join your lobby basically, and, and join in the game. And we've thought that this has massive implications on uh, crowd play, for example. When when that launches for YouTube, uh, a YouTuber could just start a lobby, like I said, and just tweet out a link, and then before you know it, they're playing with with their subscribers.
4: Yeah, Stand up, Duncan. <laughs>
2: Uh with, 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 with that, uh, uh, I think it may have been ruled out slowly. Some people may have maybe had access to it, but it looks like it's available for everybody now. So it's definitely worth ch- checking out. I think we're going to cover this a wee bit more in the topic, or I'm going to cover it more in a topic coming up later. Uh, uh, Tommy, uh, Ash, uh, Adam, V, anything you want to add on to about the multiplayer links?
4: Uh, I got
2: one. Okay, off you go, Adam.
4: Um, I think that this is a feature that could have waited, and it could have waited until YouTube integration came. We need chat more than we need to be able to send people links to join our games. So, there's my two cents.
1: So, this isn't something that Google have done though. I mean, th- this has to exist otherwise, friend invites and so on don't don't work. All it is is that we've managed to find the link. It's not like um, an official um crowd play or, or anything like that. We're all we're doing is essentially getting a session ID and sharing it to somebody. So I think it's a good idea that how it's going to work because that's essentially all that button is going to do, right? When you hit um whether it's going to say join or whatever it's going to say, all that button is going to do is essentially press that link for you. It's just going to be that you don't need to know what it is. It's just your channel therefore whenever you're playing the game and you have that enabled that link will be associated to that button.
2: Uh, Lord and Master, have you got anything to say? Because you've been a bit quiet here for a while.
3: You've all been talking. Take turns. (laughs) Um, No, I think this is the early stage of... um, I forgot the name of it now. Uh, Dream Connect? Crowdplay? Crowdplay, that's the word. I knew it was one of them. Um, No, I think this is the early stages of that. Um, And then when it does fully show itself if that's the right way to think of it um will be then where you just turn it on in the settings to say yes i want to share this link or to share it out and then as soon as you start the game it will then automatically send it through to youtube once we're streaming on that but, you know, See, I think this is just the first step of it
0: i think as well um it's kind of related to this but also kind of not as well and that is the fact that stadia are Really, really pushing at the moment to uh, well, pushing the play now links on their social media. I don't know if you've seen pretty much any game that they say now, any game that they announce as as, that's actually live, they'll be like, This is PUBG, for example, and you can play it now with this link.
2: And they put the link there. I think, well, I think this ties into this as well. PewDiePie is now coming to Stadia, (laughs) or not, so we need to. This is going to be interesting it's a statement. Yeah. Yeah. But you know me. Mm. <laughs> uh, in, in this interview, this is, there, it wasn't nice. he's was coming to YouTube uh, gaming uh, exclusively. Uh, also, he put out a statement on uh, YouTube functionality. So I think it's going to be both uh, Stadia stuff and putting more in Twitch sort of things. I think we'll start with our amazing streamer. That is Tommy. And uh, I think he can talk about this. By 2.0. Oh, so like okay guy, okay but... uh if you're a PewDiePie uh 2.0 do we have to mute you and take you off the screen because we know how <laughs>
1: yeah just make sure you haven't got any Disney uh Disney affiliates because they'll be gone no I mean it's great news to I have a Disney affiliate he's... do you
0: yeah it's my partner's last name
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and my last name if we get married just for shits and giggles Than disney
3: that doesn't count i like it
1: (laughs) um obviously it's it's more signs that google and youtube specifically are happy to pay an awful lot of money to secure some more big personalities to their brand um i mean there are already quite a few streamers that have made jumps from twitch in the last sort of year to two years to various platforms um I think it's all just been a move to kind of dishevel Twitch more than anything. And I'm actually quite interested in finding out when we get stream, crowdplay um, crowd play and things like that, whether or not they allow any of the other platforms to use APIs, to bring those features to their platforms. So it would still then direct you to, uh, Duncan was right, <laughs> uh direct <laughs> you to, um, YouTube, but, I don't know, because, I mean, Twitch is historically the opposite, right? They don't let anybody else get involved into their stuff. It's very closed. So I'd be interested to see if, if you get those features in, in Twitch once it's rolled out and accepted in YouTube.
2: And uh, does anybody else want to talk about this? Uh, Dan? No. Adam?
4: I think this is where all their marketing budget's gone. <laughs>
2: uh I can tell you, yep, it has. Uh, all I'm going to say is, PewDiePie starts his first live stream. Who wants to join me in PUBG, custom match, drops the link in, boom, 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 the lobby gets filled up. And in people seconds. Are now... Yep. Um, and PUBG
1: crashes because it can't handle that many pi- people playing it for all platforms. Yes, but... Y- PewDiePie gets fired.
2: <laughs> but... You- But you know what I mean now? He just sticks the multiplayer link into his lobby. Click here and you can play with me on Stadia now. Boom, there we go. Stadia has made it. And then it will show all the other YouTubers, uh, or not YouTubers, all the other streamers. YouTube's probably the best place to come and uh, do stuff now. See, I've been banging on about this. I don't know how long. This this is going to be their marketing strategy and it's going to be YouTube. Uh, Ash?
3: yeah, just a quick one before i carry on with everything. <laughs> just this once. Just to so let you be happy. <laughs> so, Tommy, if you do compute by 2.0, instead of throwing the play buttons, give them to me. PewDiePie did
2: that. Uh, yeah, I
1: can't, uh, he got. He was the first person to ever reach a, um, a billion, wasn't he, and uh, got the thing and sold it.
3: So, yeah, I, I think someone know, found it in the money. trash as well. Yeah. Um, as well as that obviously him being the most subscribed person on YouTube him playing Stadia that would just bring a ton of people to Stadia to try out. out um, obviously he's got the money so he has most likely has the best internet you can buy so minimal lag for him um, and stuff like that to obviously show the top performance of Stadia um, but yeah it's like Dan said all he'll have to do is chuck in a link and instantly, his lobby of Hook or whatever game you place before within seconds. Um, but yeah, definitely a good
2: guy to uh, get on board, a, a controversial guy, but it's gonna be interesting. Yes. I'm just, just gonna move on here because I'm a bit worried of time because we've got an idea of how long we want keep I want to keep our podcast to. I'm gonna go round the table with this one. If you haven't seen the live stream, I would like you just to re, just talk about. Can someone say it for me, C- creator? Creator, there we go uh damn do you want to start off with this one here cuz i can see uh Adams beaver room away there you can see him actually working look at the piece <laughs> i have to get the i have to get the stun. <laughs> okay uh
0: Tom what do you think so uh, as as um one of the programmers in the group um i'm pretty excited for this cuz i think um the live stream that they showed the other day obviously they showed you like a massive like IDE, um, which to non-programming folks is uh, a development like screen where you make things, and it's it's. I don't know. I'm going with this. It's right. Uh, well, on
2: that, what... I was going to say, unless it's actually on Stadia because you're actually seeing this the uh, Stadia dropouts. I was. Trying yeah, to...
0: it's 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 kind. Of, the reason I'm struggling to mention it is because obviously, when, unless you see what I'm what I'm on about, um. There's kind of two sides to the to the to the game obviously one is the game game side of it where you can play the games that people have made um and obviously test your own games once you've made them and then the second part of it is is like the coding side of it um where you can obviously put in like they made a game a football game it was almost like just a box standard football game where you got to try and score a goal and they had like Players on the pitch. They had the goals. They had the scoreboard at the top, and you have to program each thing individually. Obviously, if you score a goal, it increments the the goal by one, and probably does a load of effects to say "well done" and, and blah blah blah. So, um, the script inside of it, unless you're programmatically mined, I don't I don't know whether a lot of people will find that enjoyable, because um, it uses something called Lua script. Which is very similar to C sharp, if I remember rightly, but there is aspects of like web development languages languages in there as well. So,
2: and JavaScript, which... yeah,
0: JavaScript and CSS style sheets and stuff like that. So, uh, I think that's probably going to make a lot of people go whoa. Um, but some of the things that we did find out about the game, which are more like less about the uh, the development side, is that obviously people can obviously create games that you will be able to play if you're not a developer you can go on and try other people's games if you if you think dreams on playstation for example it's very similar to that um and project spark which was xbox's as well but they've also said that eventually you'll be able to potentially monetize your games as well um which because i think i asked a question in the chat will you be able to export your game as as a full game on stadia um, to which they replied, not as a, as a, a standalone game, but, I mean, you, you can put it out there for other people that have got Crater to be able to play it and potentially not only purchase it, but also you can make the source files available so that they can edit it and probably make it better or make their own version of it as well. So I feel like I'm waffling on about this, but I do. Yeah, I'm do. Uh, i pretty excited about it, so that's why.
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, I think it's a really exciting game. Uh, Tom, I... Yeah, so
1: I mean, Dan, you hit most of what I would have said there as well. But sorry, um, no, it's fine. It's it is going to be an interesting game because I think it would do. I think it will do well, certainly initially, um, and it's going to be a really good tool for people that are kind of design orientated that don't yet know how to go about any kind of coding to be able to mix and match that. I would imagine that we're going to find more about the tools over time and how there are gonna to be tools that will help you do the scripting because you can't really ask somebody who's never scripted a line of code in their life to jump in and try and eat like say even something as simple as integrating scores, if you've never done it before, it's a very difficult thing to do. You don't know where to start. It's in a it's in a language that isn't particularly well used. But not well used, well known rather. Like say, if they'd just gone for straight C sharp, I think that would have been a little bit easier for people. But then, I don't yet know the full extent of what they're going to want to do. Like you say, the fact that they're putting in JavaScript and sort of other web languages as well, or markups, whatever you want to call them, um, there's going to be a huge range in freedom within this game. And I think it's going to take a while to get to where their end game is. But when you can sell assets, if you're able to code and design, and you could kind of make this like a second life 2.0 kind of thing. People made a lot of money in that game from just selling made-up clothes, essentially, and cars and stuff. So,
3: yeah.
2: Okay, uh, Ash? All
3: right. Okay. Oh. To be honest, I, I've not got much to say about this live stream due to the fact that I'm not really into the coding side. I did watch the previous one, which was quite interesting, but I didn't see this one, unfortunately.
4: Okay, Adam. Uh, yeah, so um, rather like Dan, I quite enjoy um, the programmatical side of things. I um, Big fan of Unity, which has um, integrated with Stadia uh, a few months ago, if you may recall. So I'm a little bit surprised about this game. Um, not because I see it as a competition to Unity. Uh, yeah, I don't see it as a competition Alan, to Alan,
2: can I just jump in here? Uh, just uh, not sure if you're aware of seeing the live stream or not. Uh, you won't be able to export your games, they will only be available in this game, so you can't actually export them out. So that is a big downside of this. So
4: yeah, if you... I was gonna I was gonna move on to to say that um I think a lot of the people who are programmatically minded won't necessarily use this to make their games. That they'll they'll stick to the um the languages, for example C and pure C-sharp that they already know on the engines that they already know and are also free. You're going to have to buy this game, I've no doubt.
0: I think Um, it was free for Pro, wasn't it? It's a Pro game.
4: Okay, so you have to be subscribed to Pro. For us, that's not a problem. We're all subscribed to Pro. But um, I I think a lot of people are just going to stick with what they know. Do you not not think...
0: Do you not think this could be a stepping stone, though, for for some people, potentially? I mean, for some
4: people, yeah, definitely. If they offer code blocks, and then people can use that to work out, oh right, okay, so I see then that that, the, that word the, means this, and
2: yeah, the, there's two different, there's two different, there's the hard, the hard coded, and there's I don't want to say the easy coded, but it's basically the Dragon drops the, and. So it yeah. yeah,
1: it's going to be. I don't know if anybody's used Scratch or anything yep. like that before, but that is code blocks that you drag and drop and you connect by wires to more big nodes. But I, I think what Adam's saying is uh, is is right that Unity is a much much more powerful environment than what Crater is ever going to be. But that's that's because they want it to be something different. They're not creating a an engine which unity is essentially it's it's a way i think a good stepping stone of people getting into playing their own games and making their own games finding out that actually they enjoy that then going off to the likes of unity or unreal whatever they want to do but yeah i don't think we're going to see i know they're talking about monetization there are going to be people making money in this because if you like crater but you don't want to develop but you can buy somebody else's asset. Then that's going to happen all day long. It's no different to buying aesthetics or anything else in any other loot box kind of game, except you have the ability to learn to do this yourself within that environment.
0: So I think for me personally, I mean, I've I've made some games in the past, which and we've we've, uh, we've go talked on, about. Go
2: on, let's go, let's go.
0: Sonic Smash Bros.
2: <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> so um... how
0: long
1: is it before you make it in greater?
0: I mean, I probably won't be able to sell it because Sega's obviously copyrighted the characters, but, um, yeah, obviously that game was like a 2D game that I made in Flash like 10 years ago. So I don't have much, if any, experience with 3D gaming. So, for example, I might use this to to kind of get that introduction to 3D gaming. And then I might go, you know what? Actually, I'm pretty good at this. And uh, people are enjoying what I'm creating. So I might then jump in and try Unity and... You know what I mean? Transfer some of that knowledge to to a different development environment. So, who knows? We could be seeing Steadier Source Studios before you know it. SSS.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will just give my quick thoughts on it. Uh, I think they might be putting the cart before the horse. I think they need a game on it before a big proper game to get people to play it, then get into There'll be some editing. test games. There is test games. I've seen some of the test games I'm talking about. Minecraft had Minecraft before you got into the, the mod and then everything else. I think they need some sort of they need a hook to get people into the game for the, the creative the creative people to come in and actually start designing the bigger games. And as we discovered in the live stream as well, it looks like there's going to be a state share with it. Or I'm assuming it's going to be state share that sort of afforded the question, but there is going to be stadium only features. So I'm I'm excited about it, but I think I do have my uh, my doubts as well because of yeah it's a this this comment here. What it needs is one one thing to blow up on it, and it will go. It needs it needs a hook to get people into it. Uh, but I am excited about that game and what it could bring. Uh, the next. One here is Verizon offers Stadia a Premier Edition for 5G uh, customers. So it's just another one of these uh, package deals which, is, which are going around.
0: So this How is about... obviously our last point as well, just to let people know. Um, so there's not really much to talk about. I mean, Verizon have offered something in the past with Stadia anyway to their Fios customers. Um, this is just an extra one for, for 5G customers, which is only available in five cities, I think, at the moment. So a lot of people probably won't benefit from this unless you live in one of those five major cities. So
2: Okay, I think we're going to wrap this up here, but I want to go around the table so you can pimp yourselves. Uh, some people have to pimp themselves multiple times. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah,
1: Duncan, you uh, double pimp.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ash, where can we find you if people want to uh look you up? You can't. You can't, you don't need to. Uh, yeah.
3: Okay then. Lord more on Twitter. <laughs> Go away, you two. <laughs> <laughs> don't subscribe uh, to either of them.
2: Uh Adam, what about yourself? Uh you can usually find me in my
4: lounge or on
2: Twitter. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, That offer has we have not got that in camera. So if someone jumps into your room now, you think you're (laughs) (laughs) I I
4: haven't really got anything to promote. Just uh, keep keep watching these awesome guys. I'll pop in now and then and give my opinion." But what's your
2: what What's your Twitter?
4: Original Penguin at Original Penguin.
2: There we go. Tommy fifty accounts. uh, Do you want to pimp your accounts there?
4: It's only two accounts,
1: Duncan. Just two accounts. Are you sure? Pimping the other one, anyway. um, It's you can find me at at Stadia Arcadia.
2: But don't subscribe. And you can also find me at Tommy Tommy Danger. Sure. Or the the Tommy Danger show. Yeah, I can't remember. You keep on changing. Like, come on. (laughs) You know I'm old and decrepit now.
1: That's that's not going to be much in the way of Stadia related stuff anyway. So that's why. um, I'm not too worried about that. That's going to be for other other things,
2: other endeavours, not the the stuff that Dan had up on his computer when he was doing other stuff earlier, which I wanted to make the joke about. <laughs> when he had two things, he was watching the Xbox conference, and he had it on the other screen, and <laughs> so we're just making up stories now, uh, Dan, uh, what about you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you can find me obviously at Stadia Source, but um I'm underscore X2I underscore on Twitter. Um add me on Xbox uh I said it again then on Stadia at X2I. So I'm just gonna be uh playing Stadia. so <laughs> drop me a drop me a game invite and we'll play I saw something. That.
2: That's a lie. Your your head's on Xbox here, so you're gonna be playing your Xbox.
0: No, I just I I, I've got two screens, and I I just read something on the other screen. So as I was reading it, I went to go and say it and (laughs) read. But before we go as well, I just want to uh kind of give a shout out to these wonderful folks here, which are our patrons. Um. So there we go. Big shout out to all of you guys as well. Um, Don't have any problems yet. So yeah, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon as well, um, obviously you can find the link at the very bottom of our our website here. Um, We've got some cool perks that you can grab by becoming a patron. And also a big shout out again to Rock as always for hosting Stadia Source as well. So.
2: Uh, the new perk is you can join Adam anytime in his lounge as long as you bring him some slippers.
3: <laughs> and even make you a cup of tea. Make your own bloody tea.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's yep. pretty much the show. Yeah, so, uh, I think we just want to thank everybody for joining us. And thank you. Thank you. So, uh, that's us. Damn, end the show. I can't end it. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for
0: joining us. Uh, See you later, everyone. Bye-bye.